So here's what we see folks doing online in training videos. We see them squatting with a big heavy weight until they almost fall over, screaming as they push out one final messy half rep, having to go puke after going crazy hard on the treadmill. And we see this because nobody really wants to watch guys squatting with great form and then stopping before things get too hard or messy, finishing all their reps with some energy left to spare, and just getting off a cardio machine and walking away like a normal fella. But the thing is, if you're trying to get fitter and in shape as you get older, it's easy to believe that you have to join the ranks of these loud huffers and puffers in the gym, taking things to the max every time. Otherwise, there's no point in trying. And yet, you will make so much more progress by spending most of your workouts doing those things that aren't that hardcore. So today, I want to look at why so you can stop despising every second of every masochistic workout you're forcing yourself through. And then we'll figure out how to build your own training program that's effective in helping you look and feel great as you get older, but without leaving you beaten up and sore. Hi there, fella. Chris here from the Over 40 Freaking Awesome podcast. I hope you're well. It's another episode designed to help you get your ass in shape but without having to do anything remotely weird or hardcore or unsustainable. As ever, check out the links in the description for this episode for your free workout and supplements guides and to find out more about my one-to-one coaching programs. But today, like I said, we're going to talk about how hard should you train and how should you train on an ongoing basis to get the most out of your workouts. So High intensity training, this kind of going all out, can't do any more, oh god I'm gonna die style of workouts, those are useful sometimes I suppose. They send a very strong signal to your body to change the way you want it to change I suppose. But studies have shown that resistance training to absolute muscular failure, where you can't even do one more rep, is unnecessary for strength and muscle building. But obviously it looks cool in videos and that's why it's so prevalent online. But you see, training hard to complete failure every single workout leads to your central nervous system getting smoked and you feel like shit. Longer recovery times for muscle repair, lots of soreness, decreased motivation to keep on working out because it's just no fun to do that to yourself every single time. And eventually overtraining and your progress reaches to a halt. And I'm not about to tell you to just rock up at your gym from now on grab the wee pink dumbbells and pump out five reps of bicep curls and go home and think that's enough. But studies have shown that leaving a little bit in the tank in each exercise and in every workout still leads to great outcomes for us without the soreness, the tiredness, the grumpiness and the eventual lack of progress. But I suppose you're asking yourself now, well, what does leaving a little in the tank mean? And this is where I want to introduce a concept of RIR, reps in reserve. If you can do 10 repetitions with 20 pounds or 20 reps with 10 pounds, which is, quote unquote, better? The thing is, it doesn't really matter. Your muscles have absolutely no idea what weight you're lifting, how many reps you're doing, or even what variation of an exercise you're doing. They just know when they are messed up in a good way. So ultimately, anything between 6 and 20 reps is okay for muscle building and improving our body shape uh, as we get older. So when choosing a weight or exercise, it needs to be something you can do for a minimum of six reps and a maximum 
of 20. So you have wiggle room to play with when choosing the weight in your home workouts or at the gym. And that's good to know because sometimes the equipment that you want, the dumbbells or the barbells or the kettlebells that you want to use are being used by someone else, by some weird fella in the gym that you'd rather not uh, approach and ask if he's finished with those dumbbells yet. He can keep those dumbbells. You just need to choose something a little bit heavier or a little bit lighter and then adapt the repetitions accordingly. Because the weight is less important than how close to failure you take each set. You should instead be aiming for a certain number of reps in reserve. So essentially, let's say we use a set of three reps in reserve as an example. You would keep on doing that exercise until you know if someone held a gun to your head and told you to do three more reps, you could just about manage it, but no more. And no, I don't know what scenario would lead to that threat. Either it does sound like a terrible movie, but let's run with it. Most of your workouts should revolve around leaving one to three reps in the tank as reps in reserve. Every now and again, Take things to failure, test yourself, mess your muscles up and post about it online if you must. But get back to your safe space of one to three reps in reserve for most workouts and you will keep on making progress. So I know what you're thinking now. Well, how does that translate to a kind of weekly or monthly workout plan? So let's look at what a typical month of workouts would look like with this cycling of intensity with working with reps in reserve. A typical four-week training program then. As you may know from previous episodes, I'm a big fan of three workouts a week of around 45 to 60 minutes, seven exercises, hitting the whole body for three sets each. This has served me very well for over 20 years, especially now I'm 46 and I just want to look decent. I don't want to be sore all the time. I want to stay strong. I want to feel fit and younger than my age as I get older. So what does a four-week training program look like with reps in reserve? So week one, you would take every set that you do to the point where you still have three reps in reserve. Then the following week, you do the same workouts, but this time you're aiming for two reps in reserve. And that would mean, that would feel like your form is just starting to break down. You could still squeeze out another couple of reps if you really tried, but they wouldn't look too pretty. Then the following week, you would leave one rep in reserve, meaning if you tried one more rep, you'd have to pull that weird face you pull sometimes. Your arms and legs would feel like they're stopping listening to you. Then by week four, we take everything to complete failure. You would pull that weird face. You would do that super messy last rep. You would expect a bit of soreness in the following days because you've really pushed yourself. And then the following week, week five, you're back to leaving three reps in reserve, possibly increasing some of your weights if your reps are getting a little bit too high. So you see how we've cycled the intensity. We're still sticking with the same workouts, but you're not necessarily beating yourself up each and every week. By all means, you do it one week, but most weeks you're kind of gradually building up the intensity. So the thing is, when I realized that I didn't have to train hard every time to make progress, it was literally like a weight being lifted off my shoulders, pun intended, uh, instead of blaming my lack of an Adonis physique on not training hard enough, not wanting it enough, or choosing the quote-unquote wrong exercises, I realized I just needed to cycle the intensity of my training. I just couldn't train super hard every single time, and luckily I didn't have to. So most weeks, I just need to push myself a little, then every now and again, I push myself a lot, but not so often that 
I end up dreading going to the gym because I know it's going to be hard and horrible. So I encourage you to give this a try, this kind of cycling of intensity. Get out of this mindset that every workout you need to push yourself until you're puking and everything's sore the next day. We don't need to do that at our age. It is no fun hobbling around for days afterwards not being able to move properly and you don't need to do it. So I hope that has helped you understand how to cycle the intensity of your workouts, how to approach your workouts and how you don't really need to be super hardcore all the time. As ever, I would love it if you left a review in Apple Podcasts, if that's what you're listening to the podcast on. It helps other guys our age to find the podcast when they're searching for something to help them get their asses in shape. Like I said, check out the episode description. There's contact details there for me. You can send me any questions at all that you have about getting yourself fitter, slimmer, healthier and happier as you get older, as well as information about the one-to-one coaching program and those free guides that I mentioned. But again, promise me this week, you're going to do your best to look after yourself, take care of your fitness, your health and your well-being. And I'll talk to you soon, mate. Take care. (music) 